Is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. The historical stuff happens during the week, plus a modern cardinal on Saturdays. Sundays, we'll take a little bit of a break by covering some related topic, often as part of a multi-part Sunday series. Today is a Sunday and we're continuing our efforts to condense and summarize the classic long-form content of popular history, what's now the solemn high pod that we do on or near solemnities, into three to six minute chunks suitable for the new daily crowd. These summaries have about a tenth of the runtime of the originals, so if something really grabs your interest, feel free to pope on back to the original episode, it's linked in the show notes, for more in-depth analysis and a whole lot more tangents. Today, we're epitomizing Ot.5, focused on the various prophets of the First Testament, aka the Old Testament, but as long-term popular history listeners will recall, I prefer to go with First versus Second Testament to avoid any dismissal of Jewish folks that might be conveyed by Old versus New. The reality is, Jewish folks have not fared well under Catholicism, and I don't have any intention of unintentionally contributing to that. Anyways, the prophets were sort of the spiritual successors to the judges. The kings were also that, but the kings were more focused on the worldly admin, while the prophets were doing spiritual admin. I don't know how well this analogy actually holds. Uh, feel free to write in with agreement or disagreement, but where I'm basically at with thinking about it at this point is, if we read ahead in history and think about the relationship between the popes and the emperors, the prophets and the kings was kind of like that. You might not have any idea what I'm talking about, because maybe you really are learning this stuff from scratch, but I'm guessing if you're interested enough in Catholic history that you're listening to a daily show focused a lot on cardinals and stuff like that, you probably already know the basics of papal history. If not, well, I'll probably be returning to the analogy when the time comes, and maybe it'll be more helpful the second time around. All right, now that I've blown half my word count, the prophets discussed in Op.5 are divided into two groups traditionally, the minor prophets and the major prophets. I won't even bother listing the minor prophets here, except for Jonah, since he's a minor prophet who managed to become perhaps the most recognizable of all the prophets in the Western culture generally. And really, the book of Jonah, all 12 minor prophets have their own book, by the way, the book of Jonah is absolutely worth a read. The whale thing isn't the best part, though it's definitely the most famous. Now, there are four major prophets as well. Chronologically, the first is Isaiah, who warns that the Assyrians are coming to Israel, but also promises that deliverance will come eventually, a theme Christians would later run with. I can't bring up Isaiah without shouting out my favorite chapter in the whole dang Bible. Isaiah 58. Pause now, go check it out, and report back. A hundred years or so down the line, it's now the Babylonians threatening the southern kingdom of Judah, the northern kingdom of Israel having already fallen to the Assyrians. There won't be a quiz, but yes, I do try to give you some strategic repetition to hopefully help things stick. Anyways, 
The major prophet Jeremiah is the one who foretells the kingdom's destruction at the hands of the Babylonians. And for some reason, the king of Judah doesn't really like that message, preferring the sunnier majority opinion of his court prophets. But surprise, surprise, the prophet the book is named after turns out to be right, which means it's time for the Babylonian exile and Daniel. But I'm going to hold off on describing Daniel here, because his book is wrapped up in the exile itself, and we'll be covering that next week. Ezekiel rounds out the major prophets, and he is an absolute trip, quite possibly with uh, substantial influences from uh, substances. Okay, that's enough for today. Like I already spoiled, next week we'll be covering Daniel, at least most of it, and also Esther, Ezra, and Nehemiah. All that good exile and return stuff. Stay tuned throughout the week for more popular stuff as well. Thank you for listening. God bless you all. <laughs>